you just got to flip this shit on its ass. Because if you're feeling anxiety with regards to sex, it's because you are rehearsing stories that that produce anxiety. It's because you're thinking things that produce anxiety. And it's because you have external triggers, environmental triggers that produce anxiety. Which means if you want to go from anxiety to excitement, all you need to do is you need to have internal and external triggers and cues that are going to make you feel fucking excited. Plain and simple. So here's a question. Why are so many men struggling to be a man these days? Now with 70% of divorces being initiated by women and 80% of suicides being men, clearly we men are missing something. And that something is actually very simple. We are not training to become better men. Now just like in the gym, if you wanna be stronger in the bedroom, in your own head and in the purpose you are here to fulfill, you've got to train for it. And that's exactly what we do on Inspired by Impact as we work towards igniting the impact we wish to see in our world. Now let's get to it. Hello there, my brother, and welcome to episode number 34 of Inspired by Impact, which is now going to be part two of four of week zero of the prep workout. And this one is entitled, How I Overcame Slash Overcome sexual anxiety. Now, a couple little side notes before we get started. What is the prep workout? Well, every single week, just like in the gym, like if if you have a if you have a specific training program in the gym, that probably means that you have very specific workouts for every single time you go to the gym to make sure you are crushing the goals that you want to set for yourself. Now, outside the gym, why don't we do this? Well, I do now, but I'm questioning why the hell didn't I start this decades ago? Because here's how I want you to think about it. If you just went into the gym and did buys and tries, buys and tries, buys and tries, or chest and back, chest and back, chest and back, your legs and your core and a whole bunch of other stuff is just going to look like complete shit. And you're not going to perform the way that you need and want to perform overall. Unless you're just being some type of buy and try model. But anyways, um, you got to train everything. And it's the same thing outside the gym, which means every single week inside of this podcast, we tackle purpose health and fitness, relationship health and fitness, emotional health and fitness, and of course, physical health and fitness in what is known as the prep work. By the way, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're coming back, welcome back. I am Coach Carl, your host. So this one the other thing that we're going to be doing a little bit differently today is I'm going a cappella. Now, normally, normally what I do is I write these mental muscle-ups out in full. Side note, what is the mental muscle-up? It is four simple yet extremely powerful questions that take you from inspiration to implementation so that you can ignite the impact you wish to see in your world. Really simply, we take a quote that I've, or I take a quote that I've read or heard on a podcast. I run it through these four questions to make sure that I am improving myself as a man in every way, shape, and form every single week. Plain and simple. So here is what I'm going to challenge you to do before I dive into today's episode. Number one, I want you to keep your ears open for your notable quotable. So what is your notable quotable? That is going to be the thing that I share with you, whether it's my actual notable quotable that I got from the source you'll find out right away, or if it's something that I say that has to do with what this episode is all about. So if you are a man and you're like a lot of us who have a lot of anxiety when it comes to sex and performing in the bedroom, when I say something that you're like, oh my God, that's, that's good. I just want you to stop listening to the podcast. 
I want you, if you can't like write it down right then, take a screenshot or take a snapshot of your screen to get the timestamp and then come back to it later. Okay, but as soon as you get that, you don't need to listen to the rest of this. But what you do need to do is go to the link in the show notes, click on that and download your free blueprint of the mental muscle up so that you can actually complete it on your own. Because I was having a conversation with uh, my man Ashton yesterday over at The Art of Winning. He'll have a link in this podcast as well. Um, I was having a conversation with him with regards to making sure that we're actually taking action on the stuff that we consume. Because him and I had a nice little discussion, really short, about how so many people out there say, oh yeah, knowledge is power. And you hear about all these gurus reading so many books a year. Honestly, who gives a shit how much you read? What are you actually doing with the shit that you're consuming? Like really, who gives a shit how much you read? Are you taking action on the stuff that you want to be taking action on? Yes or no? So for here, sure. Go ahead, listen to the entire episode because I guarantee you there's going to be more than one notable quotable. But it's, it's, I would much rather you, as soon as you hear that one, even if it's in the first couple minutes, just stop. Don't listen to the rest. You can listen to it later. Write that down. Make a note of it. Download your free blueprint by clicking on the, on the notes in, uh, or on the link in the show notes and get your MMU blueprint. So you can go through these four questions so that you can ignite the impact you wish to see in your world. Because what I say doesn't really matter. What I say is going to ignite something in you, but those four questions are designed for you to tap into your inner wisdom because you know you better than me or any other guru in the world, which means you are the best person to, to decide what you need to do to ignite the impact you wish to see in your world. Wow, okay, this one's gonna be fire. All right, so let's dive in. First things first, which area of the prep work are we tackling today? Well, today we be tackling relationship health and fitness because this is two, day two of our four week or four day training program, all right? So question number one inside of the mental muscle up is this, what is your situation? So I want you to think about this as the problem or challenge that you're having and we are just simply gonna come up with a question that we are gonna answer. First, we're going to start off with a pretty shitty one, and then we're going to flip that on its ass to come up with what we call the quality question, because if you want to improve the quality of your life, you just have to start asking better questions so you can get better answers. So have you ever asked yourself this question? Well, let me ask it to myself first. Why is it so fucking hard to initiate sex with Jenny Lee? Okay, I hope you're not asking yourself why it's so hard to initiate sex with my girlfriend, uh, but with your partner, why is it so fucking hard to initiate sex? Now, for me, this is something that has been a roller coaster for my entire life inside of relationships. And we all know how it goes. There's so much passion and so much excitement and so much inhibition at the beginning where you just, you like you have sex anywhere and everywhere and, and just all the time. And it's, it's always great. And you will, I don't care how tired you are. I don't care how much work you have to do. If the opportunity comes up to get something going. You will drop whatever you're doing and get something going. However, the longer we go into relationships, this has been my experience, the more we start making excuses. You know what, I had a long day at work, not tonight. You know what, I've got a lot of work to do, not tonight. You know what, I'm not feeling well, not tonight. I just wanna chill on the couch, not tonight. And not tonight, not tonight, not tonight, adds up over a long time. So there have been periods in my life where I've gone like two or three months without having sex with my partner. And I know that's not uncommon. And I know there's people that have gone a lot longer. So am I saying that's a bad thing? 
I am saying it is bad if you do not want to become a roommate with your partner. And that's exactly what happened with JL and I back in 2020. Okay? I just, I totally let other things take priority over engaging in, like in, I'm going to say passion. I'm going to get, get into why. I was going to say intimacy, but those two are very different as you're going to see right away. I had this revelation not too long ago. But I would, I would let, let other things overpower it or over prioritize it, I should say. And when you do that and you keep making those excuses, think about it this way. It's no different than let's say you have a very strict meal plan, okay? A very strict nutri nutrition plan. And then one time you're like, ah, you know what? I'm gonna stop and pick up some drive-through on the way home just this one time. You know, like we all know it's not gonna be just that one fucking time. You start doing it over and over and over again and all of a sudden, just, a one, just that one time becomes a new habit you've ingrained, which reminds me of something uh, that I read in Atomic Habits that's really powerful. James Clear said, missing something once is, something along these lines, I'm paraphrasing, missing something once is a mistake. Missing it twice is the start of a new habit. And that's exactly how I was. I was missing date nights. I was missing having sex. I was missing the passion, missing excitement once. And then I'd make excuses and do it over and over and over again until the point where it became the norm. And then guess what would happen? Come those times where I'd be like, Carl, you know what, man, it's been like three weeks since you had sex, buddy. You have to do it this Friday night. You have to do it. And then as soon as you do that and you place those expectations on yourself, what comes right along with those expectations? Anxiety. And we as men, can you perform at an optimal level, especially in the bedroom, when you're feeling anxious and panicked as fuck? No, you can not. So we need to do something about this and I needed to do something about this. So at the end of this, what's the quality question I can ask myself and that you can ask yourself? Remember, I was asking myself, why is it so fucking hard to initiate sex with Jenny Lee? Well, if I ask myself that question, I'm gonna come up with reasons as to why it's so hard. And those reasons will become justifications when really they're fucking excuses that are holding me back. So, side note here. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna write these out anymore. I think I'm just gonna go acapella like I am now because it seems to be going a lot better. Anyways, here's the quality question that I came up with. This part I did write down. How can I become a better lover, not just a better partner, so that my queen gets everything she wants, deserves, and feel as sexy as I think she is? Because, side note here before I put this question on you, I want JL, because there are so many times, like, JL's got a lot of amazing physical features. I'm just going to put it that way. I won't get, go into detail. And looking at her and watching her, she's incredibly sexy to me incredibly sexy to me in so many ways. But if I am not expressing that the way that she likes to receive it, then she's not going to know. And that is, that is really going to hurt a relationship. I can tell her that I, that I feel that way. I can text her that I feel that way, but that is not her language. Her language is physical touch, which means I need to start touching physically. Anyways, Here's how, now I'm going to post that question on you. How can you become a better lover, not just a better partner, so that your queen gets everything she wants, deserves, and feels as sexy, as sexy as you think she is? All right, so that was question number one. What is the situation? Now, in order to answer that question, we got to dive into whatever content we are consuming 
and get what's called the notable quotable. So for you, that content might be this podcast, or if it's relationship book you were reading, I highly recommend The Way of the Superior Man, or the book I'm going to be diving into right now, Mating in Captivity by Esther Perel. Side note here, one of the hugest things I'm going to emphasize over and over and over again is if you were to go to transform your body, Let's say you came to me, I'm a personal trainer, you come to me and you want to transform your body. One of the main things I'm going to look at is, okay, what are you doing for fitness and what are you doing for nutrition? In other words, in terms of nutrition part, what is the quality of the calories you are consuming? Okay, I don't want to know just how many, I want to know what. Like, are you in, are you consuming high quality calories? Now, when it comes to relationships, the content you consume, you can consider that to be your calories. So what is the quality of the content you are consuming and how often are you consuming it? Because if you want to get better in bed, guess what? You got to start fucking consuming content that's going to allow you to do that, to have the knowledge that you can then apply to develop the tools and the strategies strategies, and follow the principles to become a better man in bed. So speaking of which, one of the pieces of content that I highly recommend every man read because it's a fucking super high quality content is the book Mating in Captivity by Esser Perel. So this is the notable quotable for today. You can use this one just like I did or you can use something else that I've already said or am about to say as I finish this off. So here we go. This is what she said. Your anxiety is your ally, a barometer that you need to take some risks. And then later on, This one's a little different, but was so huge I had to add it in here. She talked about this idea of separating intimacy and passion. And this is what she said in the book. You need each at different times, but you can't have both at the same time. And that's interesting. I, I find it really interesting because for me, I've always prided myself on being an incredibly intimate person with Jenny Lee. And intimacy can mean a whole bunch of different things. It can mean eye gazes. It can mean touches. It can mean, mean, mean being very vulnerable with what you're feeling. It can be sharing intimate moments, whether that's listening to a song together or just holding her from behind and letting her feel my love and letting her literally feel my heart pounding on her back. Like those are intimate moments. But are they passionate? I'm going to say No. I'm going to, the way I define passion, like passion for me doesn't necessarily need to be aggressive because Jenny Lee and I actually had this conversation not too long ago where we talked about is a passion necessarily aggressive and no, it can be very slow. But to me, the way that I've defined it and the way that it helps me is passion is something that is physically expressed in a different kind of way. And it's just, I, I like having those two be very different because... If I, it's almost like strength and endurance, like you want to be fit. Yes. But do you want to be, do you want to go on strength or do you want to go on endurance? And those two, while they can be intertwined, which is part of what I, I disagree with this statement slightly, while strength and endurance can be intertwined, really, if you wanted to improve one or the other dramatically, then you need to focus on that one and kind of ignore the other. So if you're focusing on strength in the gym, Going to going and doing something like five by fives, right? Where you're maxing out with five reps. Whereas if you're doing endurance and you're running or something like that, then yeah, you're gonna work a little bit more on long distance running and include your hit in there and everything like that. But anyways, let me get back to this because we're all I just finished the notable quotable and we still got three questions. So question number two: what is your transformation? In other words, what don't we want? 
What do we no longer want to experience? And then we're gonna flip that on task and figure out exactly what we do want to experience. So here's what I don't want when it comes to the anxiety that I feel and I'm overcoming on a consistent basis with regards to sex, okay? Now, side note again, the reason why I titled this how I overcame and overcome or sexual anxiety is because it is something that rears its head up over and over again. Like it's not something that you you all of a sudden get rid of and it's gone forever. No, it's going to come up, which is why you need several different tools and strategies and principles in your arsenal to overcome that, which I'm going to get to in the inspiration. So let's get to this transformation. What don't I want? I don't want our relationship to turn back to being best friends and roommates because that's one of the things that broke us in the first place. I don't want to feel anxiety when it comes to sex, plain and simple. Number three, I don't want to keep telling myself the bullshit story that if I express my animalistic desires with JL that it's disrespectful. All right, I'm going to stop and hang out on this one for a second. I'm not quite sure why I've developed this thought pattern and story in my head. I know how because I've been rehearsing it. But in the beginning of any relationship I've ever had, I've had no shame at all. And no hesitation whatsoever that when I feel that fucking little spark in my stomach where it's like, hey, I want something and I want it now, I go for it. I go for it. And turns out whoever was on the receiving end had nothing to complain about. And it was fucking amazing. But the deeper I get into relationships and the more intimate we become with each other, again, not passionate, but intimate the more likely I am to think that, man, if I do that, it just, I don't know why, but it feels a little dirty. It feels dirty and disrespectful. And even though I have this conversation with JL and I, I tell her about this, she completely disagrees with that. She doesn't think it's disrespectful or dirty at all. She thinks quite the opposite. So why, why am I telling myself this story over and over again? So now that I've recognized that, I've got to. Re- I, you're going to see right away. I'm, I'm realizing that that's a story that's no longer serving me, which means I need to fucking ditch it and then rewrite something else. So, number four of what I don't want, I don't want our sex life to get stuck in a plateau because that's a sure sign that things are going to get worse before they get better. So, what do I want? Well, I do want our relationship to continue to grow in every way, including the level of passion and the ways in which that passion is expressed. Number two, I do want to leverage anxiety and turn it into its close cousin excitement in the bedroom. Again, side note here. One of the things that I have really come to appreciate over the years as a result of really diving into my darkness, journaling about my darkness, talking about anxiety and depression is that fuck are they ever like my best friends. Not my enemies, not things to be avoided at all costs. Those are things that when they come up, they've got something to teach me hardcore, which is my why my new I am statement is not, or my I am statement inside of emotional health and fitness is not, I am the master of my emotions. It is, I am the student of my emotions because emotions have something to fucking tell us. And so anxiety is there. And for years it was saying, Carl, I'm here. You need to pay attention to me. I've got something important I need to tell you. And that's something important is that you can very easily turn me into excitement because he and I are really closely related if you simply change the words you are using to label us. Fuck me. All right. So number three, I do want to rewrite my bullshit story to one where JL loves when I express my masculine energy in the bedroom and I know that she does. And number four, I do want our sex life to recognize plateaus immediately 
and have tools and techniques in our repertoire that allows us to quickly and easily break through them, just like in the gym. All right. If you have, I'm, another reminder here, I'm going to do this in the middle of every episode before I go into question number three. If you haven't yet made note of your notable quotable, A, make sure you get it before the end of this. But then number two, if you have, just come back and listen to the rest of this later. Go click on the link in the show notes and make sure that you are down, like do your MMU. Okay, because listening to the rest of this, is it's not going to fucking do anything for you as much as actually doing the MMU. Okay, take 15 minutes to do your MMU, then come back and listen to this. You might be able to do more than one on this episode, but if I already got something, just fucking ditch this and go now. The analogy I made the other day when I was talking to uh, Ashton on his podcast was, let's say you're training legs at the gym, okay? So today, we're training relationship health and fitness you know what exercise you know what the challenges you want to overcome with regards to your legs so you go do those exercises when you're done doing your squats and your deads or whatever it is you're doing you're not going to go fucking hit up the preacher curl machine you're not going to go start doing some pull-ups and stuff like that because you're not training back or buys today you're training legs you get your legs done get the fuck out of the gym okay same thing here anyways number three wow what is your inspiration all right so we're going in the gym first of all to figure out what is the strategy that we can take from the gym in order to in order to actually ignite the impact inside the bedroom here okay so for me when it comes to training i remember back in COVID when COVID first started in 2020 um i don't know why but i don't like designing workouts for myself like if i were to sit there and write out a program for myself i don't like doing it and yet every single time when i do it for clients like almost after every single class i'd be like "Fuck, that's an amazing workout i should start doing that myself so guess what I started doing? I would design the workouts for my classes in advance before I was going to work out because I was typically working out before my classes and then I would do the workout. Like how, how insane is it that I didn't figure that out in the meantime? Like I even went as far to buy other trainers programs because I just didn't want to figure out my own shit. And yet when I'd figure shit out for other people, I'm like, oh my God, that's an awesome workout. So that's what I started doing and why? Because what I did for clients, what I, the programs I would design for them were actually shit that I loved doing myself, but for some reason I never put two and two together. So I started doing the shit that I loved and all of a sudden my workouts got way more consistent and the results just went way through the roof because I was pushing myself way harder because I was having more fucking fun. Are you getting where I'm going with this? I really, really hope so because we're going to dive into the implementation right now. Okay, so the implementation, all that's going to be, remember we've got a quality question. We're going to come up with an actionable answer. You are never going to leave an episode of this podcast without at least hearing me say one small, specific, and simple step you can take in the next 24 hours to ignite the impact you wish to see in your world as it relates to the area we are focusing on today, which is relationship, health, and fitness. So let's revisit that quality question. Quality question is this, and I'm going to say it for us. How can we become better lovers? Oh, oh shit. Actually, you know what? I'm going to rephrase it because I, I don't want you to think you and I are going to hook up because don't flatter yourself. Um, <laughs> anyways, quality question. I'll just pose it on you. How can you become a better lover, not just a better partner, so that your queen gets everything she wants, deserves, and feels as sexy as you think she is? Okay, so now we're starting off with an I am statement. Always linking your behavior up to your identity because as soon as you do that, you're much more likely to fucking take action. Me, inside of relationship, health, and fitness, the one that resonates the most for me is I am the, qu the king my queen deserves. 
Next part of the inspiration or sorry, implementation is today you write down the time you write, you finish the sentence today at X time I am committed to. So you're writing down your one small, specific and simple step. Okay. It's gotta be small, specific and simple, and then ideally scheduled and shared. So you actually get that shit done. So this is what I wrote out. And this was a while ago. Uh, today at 9am, I'm committed to making a list of the physical, mental and environmental triggers that will transmute my anxiety to excitement so I can break through the passion plateau and be the king my queen deserves in the bedroom. I'm going to repeat that one and then I'm going to dissect it. Making a list of the physical, mental and environmental triggers that will transmute my anxiety to excitement so I can break through the passion plateau and be the king my queen deserves in the bedroom. So here's the thing. You were... I think it was Einstein who said something along the lines of you can never solve the or the problems of the mind cannot be so, cannot be solved on the on the level of the mind or something along the lines of oh, what was it you cannot solve a problem with the same level of thinking that created it okay you're not going to be able to think your way out of this fucking problem because guess what is causing the problem you thinking about it and guess what has caused that thinking external and internal triggers so if you can set up internal and external and environmental triggers that help you feel excited as opposed to anxious. Holy shit, does this make a world of difference for you? So I have a list in my phone right now about, the list is over 20 right now, of little external and internal triggers. These are thoughts I can be telling myself, images I can be playing over in my head, it's actual environmental cues, it's situations, it's memories that I'm thinking about, it's ways that, um, never mind, I'm not going to get into that, that's uh, for another discussion that will be inside the brotherhood, where what's said in the hood stays in the hood, anyways, you just got to flip this shit on its ass, because if you're feeling anxiety with regards to sex, it's because you are rehearsing stories that that produce anxiety. It's because you're thinking things that produce anxiety. And it's because you have external triggers, environmental triggers that produce anxiety. Which means if you want to go from anxiety to excitement, all you need to do is you need to have internal and external triggers and cues that are going to make you feel fucking excited. Plain and simple. All right. So that being said, we're up to the long story long for today's episode. People ask me all the time what style of training inside the gym is best for this and best for that. My answer is always the same. The one you enjoy doing the most because that's the one you're going to fucking commit to. So if you want to start working out in the bedroom more often, do what you and your partner enjoy the most. The same way it isn't a hassle to train when you're doing what you love inside the gym, hitting up a little breakfast at Champions will become more and more appetizing when the menu is filled with delicious options. All right, my brother, now that we are done today's MMU, here's a quote from Tim Ferriss that I want you to tattoo in your mind. Someday is a disease that will take your dreams to the grave with you. So unless you want to take all of your dreams to the grave with you, here's what I am challenging you to do RFN right fucking now. Go to ignitetheimpact.com slash MMU to download your free mental muscle-up blueprint so that every day you can invest just 10 minutes towards igniting the impact you wish to see in your world. Until next time, my brother, we got this.